coming up, how good fathers can become great fathers to their sons. Welcome, everyone, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on Aish.com. I'm Heather Dean, and this is a place where each week a well-known Torah scholar shares important insights that will make home life better. And my guest this week, just in time for Father's Day, is Rabbi David Schoonmaker, and I've asked him to discuss how fathers can influence their sons to one day become great fathers themselves. Rabbi Schoonmaker is one of the Roshe Yeshiva of Chappelle's Darchenom Yeshiva in Jerusalem, Israel, and before accepting his position at Chappelle's, he was a well-known teacher at the Yeshiva of Eishat Torah for over 15 years, holding such positions as Mishkiach of the Yeshiva, Rosh Beit Medra, and director of Aisha's Outreach Division, to name a few. Rabbi Schoonmaker is also the author of Tame Severa Chinuch and Kuntras Pitche Simchat Yom Tov. Welcome back, Rabbi David Schoonmaker, to At Home in Jerusalem. Well, thanks so much. It's great to be here. But, you know, the most important credential mm-hmm. is that I have four sons and three grandsons. Wow, <laughs> four today. sons and three grandsons. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> well, what are your initial thoughts, then, about fatherhood, responsibility, and our sons? Okay, so... You know, we have to remember our unique and a special role. Um, I see in my work in that sometimes you'll have a son who you'll excuse me, excuse me for saying, kind of like far outreaches his father and what he accomplished mm. and where he is in his life, being put together, making money, being a scholar in the yeshivot, which I've uh, been fortunate to work in. Mm. And you wonder, like, what is it that he's so drawn to his father? Why does his father, who's not such a successful person, push his buttons so much? So I found an answer in the works of the Maharal. Uh, that was a one of the greatest scholars in Prague. You can visit his grave. If you mm-hmm. go to Prague, you probably will visit his grave. It's, a, <laughs> in fact, a tourist site. So the Maharal brings a language like this. Kol alul nimshach achar ilah. Shalom. Everything that comes out of something else is naturally, irresistibly, um, pulled back to the thing that caused it to be. Uh, that's just the law of nature. It's the law of the world. As much as we're, as much as we come from our fathers, we're so connected to them in a deep way. And that's why there's no way to ever really break that, that, that tie fully. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make a difference how different and how much more successful or anything the son is. He's always going to be drawn back to his father. Now mm-hmm. in the positive sense, that really has, that means something for two sets of people. One, the sons, to understand that power a little bit. Don't feel bad about it. It's natural. Maybe it's something in a negative father situation you can overcome. Not our topic. But, yes, our topic, for a father to realize that you are such a unique person in your son's life and there's nobody in the world who is like you for him. If you're a good father or bad father, this, we're talking about something more natural, more basic than that. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, that's on the most basic level. And then going forward, being positive parents and, and being positive influences uh, on that basis is so meaningful mm-hmm. because there's nobody else who's looking to you quite like uh, you. He's looking up to the parents to... To have that positive impact. And by the way, that's part of the reason that the world eventually, we believe, will come back to God because he's our ultimate source. And therefore, Mm. whether we always realize it or not, we are drawn back to him and the world will come back to God. Okay. I would also like to talk about some of the primary concepts for all parents to remember. And one of those, maybe the most important, not sure, is unconditional love. And a son needs his father's love regardless of his choices. So would you discuss why this kind of love from a father has such a strong impact on the son? Right. I think that question kind of is uh, born out of the last 
thing that we said, this idea of the natural relationship that's mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. because because he is looking back to you in this natural, uh, otherworldly way in a certain sense. Therefore, you need uh, unconditional love. And on another level, a child bases his uh, self-worth mm -hmm. on a parent's evaluation of him, especially when they're younger. Mm -hmm. And we know how much even the most talented people are troubled by lack of self-esteem mm, yeah. and self-worth and things like that. And there's nothing that gives that more than a basis of a parent's love mm -hmm. and a parent's support, especially to young children. And if you tell your kid he's stupid, guess what? You will make him stupid. That will be a self-fulfilling mm. prophecy, excuse me to say it so bluntly. But, but people so keep have, saying those tapes in your head, get rid uh, of the, ta the bad it. tapes that's in right. your head. Who made those tapes? Um, <laughs> you know, it was so often the parents, uh, unfortunately. Right. So what, let's, on the positive side, though, why yeah. is it so emboldening for a son or a daughter, for that matter, to hear their father support and encourage them, you know, to say, I love you, son, you're amazing, I know you can right, do it. Right, right, right. So, so that, that, as we said, that's going to be the base, the next Negatives, mm -hmm. you're hurting his basis, and the positive is, is you're you're forming his basis. The mm -hmm. most important part of any building is the foundation, right? The the walls and the paintings and the fancy chandeliers get a lot more attention. But if a chandelier breaks, you can replace it. If the imagine yourself, listeners, the building you're in right now, if its foundations are um, not solid, please get out of there because mm -hmm. it could fall apart any minute. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the parents' love and unconditional love specifically is the foundation. And deeper, you know, it's not really such a question if we're honest with ourselves. We all, mm -hmm. the speaker, the listener, the interviewer, mm -hmm. uh, the, the guy in the audio, right? we all need affirmation all the time. And if you're not sure about that, I'd like you to just pause for a moment um, this podcast and think how you feel when you get affirmation, we all feel great. We all need that. Um, and that's every human being needs that. And, and therefore, all the more so, uh, uh, a child needs that. And he needs it in two ways. One is the general sense of that unconditional love. I love you. You're so wonderful. And something which, even if a parent who's good at that forgets to be good at another thing, which is giving specific affirmations of specific behaviors. Mm -hmm. Children don't want to just hear that I'm lovable and great and this, mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. What did I do well? Mm -hmm. And that gives them the power to go forward in those mm -hmm. things. They don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't forget. We don't remember sometimes how little kids really know about right, things. Right. And when a father says, oh, that was great. I love how you did that. And be specific. Right. I love the fact that you were honest with your sister. I love the fact that even though your brother so instigated you, you only hit him one time and not five like last time. <laughs> right? Give your kids specific feedback. Okay? So general love, friends. And it's right. also specific feedbacks on, on right. great actions that he has and great characteristics that okay. he um as part of his character. Okay. Now, also, just if you think of dynamics, the father's the father and the kids are the kids, oh, yeah. right? So there's going to be Is some discipline really? happening <laughs> in the, the kid's childhood. How can a father lovingly help his son understand or daughter that their actions yeah. have consequences? Wonderful question and with a very clear answer. There's no better way than letting your child know that his actions have consequences than letting his actions have consequences. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So simple. What does that mean? That means parents, have, especially mothers, if there are any mothers out there listening, you know, mothers especially sometimes have this idea of never letting a child fall and making it always comfortable for a kid. That's not good parenting. You know, that's mothering, smothering. Smothering. Uh, smothering. Uh -huh. And you have to live a child. And I heard a famous rabbi, Rabbi Wine, said one time he grew up in Chicago. Chicago, um, for those of us on the 
mm-hmm. East Coast and West Coast. But Chicago's real cold. And he lost his coat. And guess what? His parents didn't buy him a new one uh, for a while. Mm. And that got the message across. And when we always are covering for our kids all the time and not letting them fail and not letting them not letting them sit in their consequences, we're teaching them that their actions don't have consequences. Mm-hmm. So it's really pretty simple. We just have to learn to let them live with the consequences. If a kid, if his room's a mess and that bothers him, of course, don't clean it. Don't clean up the room. Let him clean up the room himself. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a caveat to this. If your kid's rotting in jail, some parents take this too far. <laughs> you know, don't let your kid rot in jail and get beat <laughs> up by a lot of nasty people. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yes, let him live in his consequences. That's what's mm-hmm, going to mm-hmm. teach him to live in his consequences. So And a parenting topic that you deal with in many of your lectures is that all-important point about being present, right? So for this Father's Day, Mm -hmm. for this podcast, this edition, Mm -hmm. explain, if you could, the importance of a father being present in his son's or his daughter's education, his life, school, not school. Right, and it's really great for Father's Day because Father's Day is a a time to celebrate what it means to be a father, not just to get a nice cake and (laughs) some words and credit. It's time for us to be better fathers. Mm -hmm. So being a father means being present. I don't care if you're a CEO, a COO, CFO, CTO, lawyer, small business owner, even a rabbi or a Rosh Hashiva, <laughs> you must spend time with your kids and we must be present for our children. Mm-hmm. Now, presence doesn't mean that we never miss anything. We are busy people. There's a lot going on. But you must, one, compensate. And when you do miss something, you have to let them know that you really wish you could have been there and you're going to make it up to him and that you are there a lot of times. A great person will find the way to um, spend different times with their children and not always be not around at exactly the right time. Mm-hmm. That's uh, there's no there's no answer to that really. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse. And uh, the next point is, as a father, you're unique. You know, mothers and I hope we can still say this that mothers and fathers and men and women are different. Thank God, mm-hmm. right? They each have their unique contributions to a child's education. So they just think mom will do it, or the school will do it, is a lack of understanding of the fact that. Uh, a masculine person in a child's life has a lot to do with his healthy upbringing. And there's a unique contribution as wonderful as your wife may be as a mother and as great a school as you're sending your child to, there's no one who can be present and give what you as a father There's No one has your insight. There's no one who has your angle. There's no one who has your wisdom. There's no one who has your, your sense of what the child needs. And that's that sense. And that's on the positive side. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the negative side, ch- children are, I think the word is egosonic are certainly egocentric, that means they think the whole world is revolves around them and is because of them. What that means is if you're not around, they think the reason you're not around in their life is because they're not lovable. Um, unfortunately, that's the way a child reads it. That's why you know divorce is often dangerous to children because they blame themselves. We all know that term, a kid blame themselves for divorce. Why in the world would a child blame himself for bad marriage, which was bad five years before he was even born? Because he sees the world around himself. Um, it's the same thing. So if you're not around for your kids, you're sending them a message that they're not worthy of being around, which of course you don't mean to. So in a word, it's the tremendous gain that's given when you are around and the very significant and serious uh, lacking, which is caused in a child's life when you're not around. So, so let's be around fathers. Thank you so much, Rabbi David Schoonmaker, for your insights about fatherhood and how to guide our sons to become wonderful fathers themselves in the future. Pleasure. It's been great being here. Okay, and there are many videos, articles, and audio classes about a wide range of topics for parents in the parenting section of aish.com. Check them out. And thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.